You are listening to the Fringe Radio Network. FringeRadioNetwork.com Listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. And welcome, everybody, to another episode of Earth Oddity. We thank you so much for joining us today. Whether you are a tattooist who has been recently jailed for removing the nipples of your customers per their request, or whether you're backing over your drunk son because he won't get out of the dead gum driveway, we thank you so much. <laughs> yes, thanks for joining us again for another episode of Earth Oddity Podcast. I'm Tiny. This is John. That's right. That's me. I'm John. And uh, we got some pretty awesome stories today. I got a couple of Florida men stories to go over. and uh, The best stories. That's right. That's right. You know, I've uh, had a good week. We're in the middle of March Madness. Uh, today's my anniversary. A happy so, anniversary. That's right. Yes, I chose to spend it recording a podcast because <laughs> romance isn't dead at all. So I'm just here for the listeners. And my wife is at home with now four kids instead of having me there. So, you know, I mean, I love my wife. So that's why I do things like this. She loves the kids. So I want her to be able to spend time with her without me. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So. Well, you got any good stories this week? Yeah, I got a Florida guy who was attacked by his neighbor squirrel, which has got some pretty good video with it of the squirrel chasing him and then him chasing the squirrel. I also have one about a dude who someone put this in the Facebook group. It may have been. I don't remember who it was, but uh, of the dude who brings a steer into Petco to uh, test their all pets right. accepted, you know, thing. So uh, those well, are pretty much, good ones. Much like I discuss with other parents often, you know, kids are going to test boundaries. Sure, right. They're going to they're going to push back and see what their limits are. So this is just another example yes. of that. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to bring Bevo into the Petco, though, you know, yeah, yeah. that's exactly what it looks like. If you're familiar with Texas's mascot. You know, I feel like that's more of an attention grab than anything else. Like, hey, look at me. So, you know, whatever. If people want to do things like that, they can. I personally wouldn't have done it. I would have brought like a crocodile or something. (laughs) Yes. I mean, really test the boundaries. A silverback gorilla. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I mean, although a steer can hurt you, but, you know, more likely a gorilla is going to break your neck. Really fast, not gonna be able to control it too no. well. On your little it might leash, have, it might have you on the leash. That's right. Before it's over with. Yes, yes. Rip Harambe. Well, later on in the show, we're going to talk about Dripping Springs, Texas. But I really wanted to start with this story. Okay. Lori Laughlin's daughter Olivia Jade blames her parents for destroying her career. Oh wow! So we talked last week. That's right about the thanks, scandal. mom. Thanks, mom, for ruining my career. <laughs> yes, her social media career. By yes, the way. right. Yes, a very important social yes. media career. The college admissions scandal is causing major turmoil, not just in Felicity Huffman and William H Macy's marriage, but also with Lori Laughlin and Massimo Gianulli. I can't say oh, yeah. her husband's no, name. Sounds right. Sounds exactly right. As the family continues to deal with the fallout over allegations that they were involved in the bribery scheme, younger daughter Olivia Jade is reportedly at odds with her parents and blames her mom and dad for this scandal and for the downfall of her career. Hmm. I would like to say, just kind of off the top, you know, if you could get into college on your own right. without a half a this million dollar a bribery right. scandal, this wouldn't have happened. Yeah. So and you I, should bear a little bit of the responsibility here. I had another question. Do you think it was really like the daughter who was like bugging mom, like I really need to go to college? Or if it was mom, like my, no daughter of mine is not going to go to college and get an education, you know, that causes this whole problem. I have no idea. I really see both of those as equally likely. Right. Yeah. You know, right. I know she said she wanted the experience. 
experience, but you can get the college experience without going to classes. I mean, just get an apartment on campus and well, party. I think, I think that's what she was trying to do. Yeah, but now she's on the rowing team and all that, or she was on the rowing team. It got way out of hand. Anyway, it says that sources close to the YouTube star, Ooh, star told U.S. Weekly that she was initially trying to shrug off the scandal as something that would pass after a week and she could go back to her life. You know, I think it probably it may be more than a week, but yeah. I, I think really this will eventually. Yeah, people just will forget go away. about yeah, this. People will forget about this. Yeah, this isn't even like a super big scandal yes. outside of the memes. But it says that uh, as the story continues to make daily headlines around the world, that's proven not to be possible. Since the controversy erupted early last week, Olivia has lost deals with Sephora. Never heard of it. I think that's like a beauty supply company. <laughs> Trey Samay and Princess Polly. Okay. Hadn't heard any of them either. Princess Polly. I don't know what that is either. I don't either. Yeah. She should uh, hit up Lou LaRoe. But I, what we should do is get her to <laughs> let's let's try to get her to let's sponsor her to talk, talk about our thought. You know, her I think favorite we get her podcast. to wear a pair of glasses on her Instagram. Maybe so. <laughs> like, look, if she keeps losing deals, we might could do it for like 25 bucks, you know? A gift card to Walmart. Well, anyway, this uh, leaves her career as an influencer up in the air despite her 2 million YouTube followers. Wow. 2 million YouTube followers, that's that's pretty good. Yeah, that's, I, feel like I feel like that's solid. Maybe some of these other companies don't want to work with her, but yeah. I promise you there are other ones out Absolutely there. Absolutely there are. I promise yeah, you. Yeah, if you got two people subscribing or 2 <laughs> yes. million people subscribing, you're going to get some interest from other advertise, advertisers. Just, <laughs> this may be an old joke, but ask Subway. I think they're looking for a new, <laughs> new spokesman <laughs> after the last one didn't work out yeah, so good. They didn't work out real well at all. <laughs> Now that her endorsement deals have fallen through, she is very upset with her parents, the insider told U.S. Olivia doesn't even show interest in going to college. She wanted to take time and work on her beauty career, but her parents were the ones who wanted her to get an education. So there you go. Wait, her beauty career? Her beauty career. Did you ever think that maybe there's more to life than being really, really, really ridiculously good looking? Does this make her a beauty school dropout? <laughs> One of my favorite songs from Greece, by the way. Which the theme song, this is completely off the subject, but I listened to it yesterday on my way back from Mississippi. The theme, the theme song to Greece, which was written by the Bee Gees or Barry Gibb mm-hmm. and recorded by Frankie Valley, is like a banger. That is like such a good song. You know, I don't know why every band in the world doesn't cover that song. It's so awesome. So just oh, wanted no. to say that. But yeah. Well, anyway, in addition to the professional setbacks, the star and her older sister, Isabella Rose, have also officially withdrawn from USC per TMZ. Oh, wow. The outlet reports that they formally dropped out of the elite university but could be banned from the school's grounds following an upcoming misconduct hearing. So what's that about? I don't know, but that's carrying it too far, USC. Come on. (laughs) I mean, OJ played football there. (laughs) Y'all would probably let him back for like an old-timers day, maybe. Aunt Becky's kids have officially been dubbed, quote, disruptive individuals. Oh, wow. End quote. Wow. Both women are invited to attend the hearing, but will likely opt out not to appear. So, yeah. Okay. I hate that. I mean, you know, they did have Snoop Dogg on their sideline, you know, <laughs> for a while there. Too. You know, I would I would like them to go to that hearing and be like, hey, you're the one who accepted these Exactly, bribes. yeah. I you mean, know? it's y'all's fault, <laughs> you know? Y'all are just as much at fault as I am. Exactly. Yeah. You know, and then I would live stream it on my YouTube channel, too. You know? Absolutely, because they're, <laughs> yeah. they're going to sit up there on their high horse right. and be like, you know, how you've... Uh, you're a disruptive individual. You yep. have uh, tarnished the the great Trojan name or whatever. <laughs> yes, yes. Like As no, if no. Not a ton your of Trojan faculty, jokes. thank you very much, is yeah. accepting these bribes. Exactly. Yeah. Every yeah, bit as much at fault as my yeah. as Aunt Becky. I'm here. I've made the grade so far. I guess you know they hadn't kicked her out so far. Once you get in, you got to yes. keep your grades up to stay in school. We paid Florida man to take our test. That's right. Yes. Got straight A's, and we're here, and I'm doing good, and. You're going to kick me out. And I can't help it that your admissions people are taking bribes. And I didn't even know any of that was going on. I, it's the problem with her. That's what I would say. Yeah. Even if I did, I'd just be like, I didn't know mom was doing all this. I thought I really made a 1500 on my SAT or whatever. Yeah. I don't even know what a good SAT score is. I don't is. either. 1500 sounds good, though. But, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, there's a lot of fingers being pointed. Yeah. But there's a lot of fault to go around. Absolutely. I mean, I would tell 
Aunt Becky that, you know, it's not so much that you paid bribes, it's that you tried to count those bribes off on your taxes. Yeah, yeah. I would tell Olivia Jade, if you were smarter, you wouldn't have needed your mama to pay all this money to go to college. Or you wouldn't have talked your mom into getting you into college. you got (laughs) a YouTube channel with 2 million (laughs) followers. Just ride that wave for as long as you can. And then I would tell the faculty at USC, hey, you need to rein in your faculty. If they weren't accepting these bribes, you wouldn't be looking like a fool in front of the entire world right now. And I know I, I I have no idea who Olivia Jade is. You know, I didn't I've until never, now. Yeah. I've never seen a picture of her or anything. But just based on what I know about genetics, Olivia Jade can probably find a very rich guy who will take care of her for the rest of her life. You know, yes, and she won't have anything to worry about. So, I mean, I hate that you feel like your life's ruined, Olivia, but. You'll be okay, I guarantee you. I stand by my original prediction. I think that eventually this will go away. People, yeah. we have very, right. very short attention spans here in, yes. in the nation. Right. As soon as we have something, some new documentary comes out about somebody, I mean, we'll forget about <laughs> right. this. You know? Another serial killer documentary or <laughs> yes. something. Yeah, I mean, like, her life's not ruined. She's not going to end up, like, living in a trailer down in Dunkable, Alabama mm-hmm. or something. No no offense to anyone living in a trailer in Dunkable, but I feel like for Olivia Jade, she would think, oh, my life's hit rock bottom here, you know, if your parents are paying half a million dollars to get you into college. Well, when you're 20 For all years us old, normal yeah. people, that's kind of the way it goes in life, <laughs> know. you know? Like, yeah, no, we're all like one paycheck away from, from that, so it's no big deal. I feel like when you're, when you're 20 years old and you have something like this happen, you know, you maybe you haven't had a whole lot of, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Pr- problems. You yeah. haven't had a whole oh, lot yeah. of trials. Yeah, in do you life. think she's had a lot of trials? No, no. I don't. But when you get to 40 not. and when you say, oh, this is just another trial, yeah, exactly. life is full of these. Yeah, this you, know, you even, find out it's not such a yeah, big deal. Right. Yes. That's what, uh, if your parents have half a million dollars to bribe you into college, something tells me that there's going to be hamburger helper. Right. <laughs> you know, there's, you're going to well, be able to eat. Deidre and I, and I don't remember if I said this on the last podcast, but we had this conversation because we've gotten a foster kid and uh, put our house up for sale and all that. And Deidre was like, you know, this is just a lot of stress at once. And I was like, look, babe, this is like doesn't even touch the stress radar <laughs> of the stresses we've been through in our life. I was like, this is all right. just easy stuff. And she agreed, you know, because – We've been through, the pre- been like, through some pretty rough stuff. You don't remember the sandwich shop? Yeah. You remember that time I lost all our money? Or like our kid had like three open heart surgeries and stuff? Yeah, that was pretty rough. You know? We're fine now. This yeah, is nothing. Yeah. You know? We're going to have to pack some boxes and we have an extra kid to care for. We got this. No big deal. So, yeah. It's, your perspective changes as you yes. get older. And I think probably if if you live a sheltered life and your parent is like a TV star or whatever and can afford to bribe your way into college, then uh, something like this you would probably think is the end of the world. And it's really not, you know, yeah. at all. So there's little doubt in my mind that at some point, you know, we're going to hit it big and we're going to have millions of listeners yeah. and you're going to say something that's going to make the entire world mad at us. Yes. But I, you know what? Yeah. I'm willing to just take that. <laughs> look, you know, I'm, I'm look, I look forward to it. Right. I await with bated breath when that happens. Well, I'll, I'll tell you <laughs> the same thing that Deidre learned a long time ago. <laughs> if you love me and at some point I will do something incredibly stupid that will make you just have to sit down and catch your breath and just realize like wow like he he actually did that you know he actually did that and then you have to make the choice to continue loving me or go about on your own way and for 17 years Deidre has so well, really John, 25 I will, years I will continue to love you thank you so yeah uh, but I will I will crash and burn this whole thing if we ever get any kind of success I'm just letting you know straight up right well you're now. quick to apologize yeah oh yeah even when you don't yeah. mean it so yeah, no I'll that's apologize yeah, I'm not need. afraid to say I'm sorry at all and really act sincere about it you know yeah. pretend to be sincere about it okay all right well let's move on let's move on to uh wild and woolly Florida Thanks to Todd. Uh, Todd Glover sent in both of the Florida Man stories that I have this week. Okay. Shout out to Todd, uh, one of our loyal listeners, and just an all-around general good dude, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, he's, a, he's a good guy. So this comes from the Miami Herald. Florida drunk driver hit hydrant, creating huge sinkhole that swallowed car, cops say. Dang. 
Oh, yeah. There's a good picture with it, so check the show notes. You talk about unintended consequences. Absolutely. A Central Florida driver ended up in jail after her car ended up in a sinkhole she created after she drunkenly struck a fire hydrant Friday morning, according to police. Alexandria Runyon, a 22-year-old woman from Lady Lake, is accused of driving into the hydrant in Summerfield. That unleashed water, of course, Mm -hmm. as you would imagine, making a sinkhole 20 feet across and 8 feet deep that engulfed Runyon's car. Dang. Nearly drowning Runyon and a woman trying to help her escape the hole, according to the TV station. Well, like if you're a bystander and you see that happen, that's pretty wild. Like, why did I not have my phone out recording this? Uh, Marion County first responders rescued both women, and then Runyon was arrested on suspicion of driving under the influence and book suspicion. I mean, she ran into a fire hydrant and opened up a sinkhole and booked her at the Marion County Jail on a $1,000 bond. Not a big bond, by the way. Sean Drake was driving home from work Friday when he spotted the crash, and after reporting the incident to 911, he called his aunt and mother to come help. I I go over and I'm like, oh my God, are you okay? (laughs) Sean Drake said of his first interaction with Runyon. Uh, But when Dawn Drake, his mom, arrived and approached the vehicle to help Runyon, part of the vehicle sank into the pit of water, engulfing both her and Runyon. Down I went into 10 feet of water. I was hanging on for dear life, Dawn Drake said, explaining how she clung to a front tire and open door while Runyon clung to the other part of the vehicle. Dang. Yeah. This is seriously like. That's like turned into a really dangerous situation. <laughs> yes. Like very fast. I mean, if this sounds like a movie. Yeah, this, right. This yes. is like, I'm on the edge of my seat here. Well, she, uh, I think. I don't know. Sandra Bullock might could play her or something. There's a mugshot too, so check the check the sh- show notes. You know what? I'm gonna give her credit. As far as mugshots go, she's not bad. not the worst. Not <laughs> yes. the worst. She's not even not in bad. like Nick Nolte, James Brown territory yet. Does have a lazy eye though? You know, <laughs> just point that out. Paint a picture for our listeners. So Sean Drake, her son, got into the passenger side of the car to pull Runyon back into the vehicle, but he said she was fighting me and had no idea what was going on, which prevented him from reaching and rescuing his mom. Well, at that point, I'm like, hey, screw you, drunk girl. I'm getting my, I'm getting my mama out of here, and you can just die, you know? <laughs> At one point, Runyon tried closing the front door uh, Dawn Drake was clinging on to, her son said, prompting him to yell at her to quit trying to shut it. I was trying to help somebody, and she was fighting and being completely ridiculous. Firefighters and deputies (laughs) finally arrived and pulled Dawn Drake and Runyon to safety. I was probably hanging on for 10 minutes, Dawn Drake said. Uh, I tell you, I'm sore. I've got gashes on my fingers where I was hanging on. Golly. A Florida Highway Patrol report said Runyon crashed the 2004 Buick Century. That's a standard drunk driving car, by the way. Uh, (laughs) Around 2 a.m. on U.S. Highway 441 in 156th place. Everybody knows exactly where that is. Trooper said Runyon doesn't remember how she hit the fire hydrant or much else about the crash. Body camera of the footage uh, appears to show Dawn Drake wrapped in a blanket, and the video shows Drake explaining to their rescuers what exactly happened with Runyon. So that's the end of the story. But I have to say, if you get drunk enough to hit a hydrant and open up a sinkhole and not remember it, that's pretty drunk, you know? That's that's terrifying because I had no yeah. idea that – I mean, you know, a lot of times when in the movies when you see someone hit a, a fire hydrant, it's hilarious. You yeah. Know, it shoots water up exactly, in the air. yeah. And the car alarms are going off. Right. You don't expect the earth to just open swallow up you and whole. swallow you whole. Well, that's you know? Florida. You know, Florida is like <laughs> yeah. built on top of a sinkhole. There's like all kind of rivers and stuff and marshes and running underneath it. So, um, man. But yeah, I mean, I can't imagine like you show up, you see that happen, you call 911, then you're like, I'm a, I'm a good citizen. That would be me. Like I've said many times, <laughs> yeah. I want to, I want to be in boy's life for saving somebody's life. <laughs> Call my mom and come help. I don't know that I would call my mom. Not that my mom wouldn't be much help, but I would just be like, "Let me call Tiny. He's big enough to lift yes. this car out of this hole." You know, he can he can actually drop a rope and pull somebody yeah, out of there. Right? Yeah. 
and uh, and then your mom gets like all you know in danger because yes. of it. Like if you're that guy, you're like, man, I have killed my mom. Well, now you got two people to save. Exactly <laughs> right. Know? Yes, yes. So reach, throw, rogo, or whatever. Don't just jump into the sinkhole from now on for people out there. Oh, I feel bad for that lady. Maybe who, I need to go to the hardware store and get me about 20 foot of rope just and just keep it, keep in, the it in the truck. That'd be prepared. It's yeah, not a bad yeah. idea. It's not a bad idea. I don't have any rope in my, well, I think I got about maybe two foot of rope, but that's to like that's tie not, my <laughs> trunk shut when I'm carrying a lawnmower in the back yeah. of it or whatever. You know, not you really need like more than two foot. Yeah. 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 If you're in a 10 foot sinkhole, you know, yeah, that's going to be a problem. Yeah, we're going about eight foot short. Yeah. That's what I'm just standing on the side going, my rope won't reach. I'm sorry. Hey, we've called 911. I did all I could. Yeah, did all I could, guys. Let me call Tiny. He just recently got back from the hardware store. He's got a rope. He said he was going to put some rope in there. Tiny, I know you live 30 minutes away, but can you come down here? We have an emergency. You're the only person I could think of with rope. I'd be like, oh, man. I just took my shoes off. I just got in. Let me let me find a safe point. I got <laughs> let me find a safe point in my game. <laughs> you got to call. Let me tell Tara what's going on. See if it's all right. Probably. <laughs> she was cooking dinner. I don't want to miss it. So, anyways, uh, word of the wise: don't drive drunk. I mean, I feel like we all know that now. Mm-hmm. So, and Uber and all that exists. So. Uh, just take a cab, get Uber, don't drive drunk. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, that's just a bad scene for everybody. The next thing you know, you hit a fire fire hydrant, your car's getting swallowed up. And if this lady had a died, the lady that was trying to help her, I mean, I'm sure she would have been charged with like manslaughter or something yeah, to go probably, along with yeah. all that. So, because like the the whole driving drunk thing, that's definitely something that yeah. she can help. That's right. definitely her fault. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, unintended consequences. I had no idea that a fire hydrant could sink you down into the earth. Well, I mean, two things we've learned. Don't drive drunk and don't help other people. Okay? (laughs) (laughs) That's all we need to know after reading this story. (laughs) Or or don't ask your mom to help you help people. Right, yeah. Take all the risk on yourself. Yeah, do it yourself. If you want to get into boys' life, that's not the worst thing. Right. Like, what a beta move by that guy. Like, letting his mom do all the work. I know. Thank goodness. It used to be say, Mom, you stand right here and video me rescuing them. Yes. So now I become an internet hero. Yes. <laughs> goodness <Yes>. gracious. <laughs> okay, well, our next story here. John, have you ever had something sent to your house by mistake? Um, I think we've all gotten our neighbor's mail. Yeah, we've got our neighbor's mail. We get stuff. it a lot because our, our mail lady is terrible. Oh, oh yeah? my God. We recently got a new mail lady and. Since then, we get everyone else's bills. Oh. Uh, we had I had to put all our bills on auto pay so because we never get them. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. Wow, I'm close to I'm close to calling and complaining. <laughs> I'm sure it'll do a lot of good. <laughs> yeah. Do you? I don't know if you remember. Uh, not to get off on a tangent, but there's a whole Seinfeld episode where Kramer decides he doesn't want to receive mail anymore. <laughs> it's like he can auto pay his bills yeah. or whatever, and it goes into a whole thing about how. Wilford Brimley's the postmaster general, and about, like you, you can't stop Diabetes. the yeah, you can't stop the mail, son. You don't know what you're asking, you know, and everything. And, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's pretty funny because really we don't need mail anymore. There's no need for paper mail to come to my house anymore. It can all be handled through email. It can all be handled like bills wise. We through. still need packages though. Packages, yes, yes, but like paper in a, in your mailbox. I get you. Mail, I get you. Yeah. Don't need it at all. Right. It's ridiculous. Anyways, sorry. Well, anyway, this man he got an eighty six inch TV sent to his house by mistake. Uh huh. All right, that's a good gift. <laughs> I know you're you're thinking cha-ching. Yeah, right. You know, absolutely. Hot dog. Yeah. We because least... whoever ordered it and didn't get it. I mean, I'm sure they're going to file a claim. Yep. And yep. I mean, no skin off of their nose. They'll get another one from the company. For Amazon, will send them out another one. And now I'm watching March Madness on an 86 inch TV in my double wide. Except you're not. Oh because yeah. Because you're arrested. Oh. For keeping that TV that was sent to your house. Oh wow. Oh wow. Man arrested for keeping an 86 inch flat flat screen TV that was mailed to his home by mistake. Oh. A man in Freetown, Massachusetts. Freetown, mind you. That's right. Yeah, we're free. <laughs> was uh, ironically rested on Monday night for keeping an 86-inch flat-screen TV that was mailed to his home by mistake, according to Boston 25 News. 
Nick Memo, 35. And you really need to go click on the link yeah. in the show notes because right. this guy. He looks exactly <laughs> like what you would think a dude w- w- that would keep an 86-inch TV would look like. He's in the Fred Durst fan club. Yeah. Has his hat on backwards, <laughs> which you just want to bring up. Got his little hoodie. Yeah. Once you're above, like, 28, that's the cutoff age. You can't wear a backwards hat anymore. Well, it's, it's not even cool anymore, is it? I, I don't know. I don't know. The now, only, now you got the flat brim, yeah, and right. you got to turn it just a little bit to the side yeah. like Gabe was trying to do. <laughs> well, Wednesday Gabe night. looks cool doing that. But uh, <laughs> the only adult male who can wear a backwards hat is Ken Griffey Jr. He's like the only <laughs> yeah. one that's allowed to do that. Everyone else, you look completely dumb doing it. Or if you're fishing and the boat is currently yeah. going to your spot, you can flip around because yeah, right. you don't want the yeah, wind you don't to catch to, your hat and exactly. blow it off. Yeah, right in the back yeah. of a pickup or something out to the hunting spot that's with different. your buddy, and he's driving too fast down a logging road. Because that's functional. Yeah, functional. But in general – if you're an adult, that's <laughs> wear your hat with the brim in the front, like it's intended, like God had designed it to be. Okay, I feel like if this guy could hear us right now, he would say, "Why you want to hate me?" <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he told the outlet what occurred at his home the night of his arrest. They surrounded the house and they knocked on the door with flashlights coming through the windows. <laughs> Okay, I think that's a little much. Yeah, seems to be. <laughs> they told me to come outside, and then they handcuffed me. Wow. Memo said that, oh, get this, he had originally paid for a 74-inch flat-screen TV oh. on Amazon, but then he got the 86-inch TV yeah. that was delivered by mistake. Well, that's when you just like, man, I didn't break out the tape measure. <laughs> you know, I, was, yeah. I assumed it was the TV I ordered. I'm just a horrible judge of, uh, <laughs> right. of yeah. you know, Do eyeballing. I look like a carpenter? <laughs> you know, I can't eyeball that. I'm a horrible judge of dimensions. Anyway, uh, says that the police found the TV mounted on his on his wall. Of course. I looked into all the laws, he said. You know, it's a scratch ticket. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose, he said. <laughs> I like his attitude. <laughs> Adding that Amazon said I had nothing to worry about, and I made no wrong decisions at that point. Hmm. The shipping company, however, disagrees. They allegedly made numerous calls to his house before they finally went to the police. Oh, okay. So, oh, like, so we this need is to the get shipping company. Back. Yeah, <laughs> yes. right. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't Amazon. Amazon probably tried to stick them with the, the exactly. deal. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah. no, not right. us. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, you got to cover the difference in these two TVs. They're like, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> Several days before his arrest, police attempted to question him. I answered with questions I could without putting myself in jeopardy, he said. I said, do I need to hire an attorney? And they said I wasn't under investigation at that point. They were just asking questions. I answered a lot of questions with I don't know, just so I didn't jeopardize myself. So okay. this dude, <laughs> he he's, knows. He's been around the law before. <laughs> this ain't the first time he's been questioned. He knows that, that he's got a TV that he's not supposed to have. Yes. And he's answering questions. You know, when Did you get an 86-inch TV instead of a 74? And he's I like, don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You tell me, I don't know. <laughs> Do I need to get an attorney? <laughs> Yeah. Am, I, am I am I under arrest? Yeah, like, <laughs> I wonder. Like he's gonna say, well, they didn't read me my rights. Any of that stuff I said was right. inadmissible. The shipping company claims that Memo signed for the incorrect delivery, which he disputes. He also said that he never informed them he was someone he was not. According to Freetown Police Department. They were informed by the delivery service that two televisions had been delivered and one was delivered by mistake. So they're telling the cops that he got two TVs. Wow. Oh, so he got an extra one. He's already sold that one to a buddy. Well, I don't know if he did or not, but that's what they're telling the police. Huh. It says that the delivery service contacted police after several unsuccessful attempts to recover the television. So I imagine he just gets on his iPhone and he just scrolls down to block this number. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Police then visited the residence where they spoke with the mail in an effort to recover the television. Unfortunately, he refused to cooperate, said the FPD. Mm. Memo is now facing jail time. He says if he knew he would be arrested, he would have paid for the larger TV or returned it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> well, you're, <laughs> yes. you're facing a lot more trouble now yeah. than if you would just simply give the TV back. 
Yeah, he's like receiving stolen property or something now and all that. He was, he was charged with larceny over $1,200 by false pretense and misleading a police officer. <laughs> so, man, that's just – that's uh, well, it makes you think. Next time I get a package by mistake, I'm, I'm definitely going to be on the on the mail on the phone with whoever saying right. this is not mine. Well, here's what you do, Tiny, is you call me. First of all, you don't sign your name for it. Yeah, you sign. You know, whoever your alias may be. I have one. I'm not saying it here. Rusty but Shackleford. I got yeah, Rusty Shackleford. <laughs> I got a name I use whenever I don't want to give my real name. <laughs> and you sign that. And that when the driver's like, "What's your last name?" You're like Shackleford. And he writes it in, okay. And then you take that TV over to your buddy's house. You're like, "Look, I'm keep this for me for a few weeks. I got a 72 inch coming your way. I got 72 inches coming your way." And then you just never worry about it again. They start calling you up. You're like, "No, man, I didn't get it. Did I sign for it? Is that my signature on that piece of paper?" Did he type in my last name? No. Yeah. Uh-uh. Must have been somebody here on the porch waiting on him. I don't know. That's weird. Really seems strange to me. I got a 72-inch right here that they sent me. So, uh, you know, I'm doing pretty good. I don't know. Y'all got to go talk to somebody else about this. I believe uh, the the shipping company here, they told Fred Durst that it's their way or the highway. Um, That's right. <laughs> you don't get on the wrong side of UPS or whoever it is. They're uh, – they're a huge hassle. All right, so let's move on to a uh, homeowner here who has a problem with his neighbor. This comes from Fox News, fair and balanced, by the way. Uh, homeowner sets up naked mannequins in yard to taunt neighbor following fence dispute. Oh, man. Yes, uh, a California man who, has, who was forced to shorten his fence over a neighbor's complaints got the perfect revenge. By setting up a garden party of nude mannequins that is now in full view of the next door home. I bet that looks so creepy. Yeah, I'm sure. Like if you're a little kid living yeah. in the neighborhood, yeah. that's the devil worshiper house right there. <laughs> Jason Windus of Santa Rosa said he built the tall fence to keep his dogs in his yard, but after a neighbor complained, the city forced him to reduce the height of a fence and face a fine. <laughs> So much for property rights. Uh, Windows chopped it to the maximum 36 inches. That's not a very big fence at all. That's not. 36 inches for like a backyard fence? I might could understand it for the front yard, but yeah. golly. It just, this is why I never, ever, ever in my entire life want to live in a neighborhood with an HOA. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I'm with you. I'm I, If that's your property, yeah. you should be able to, within what's you know, lawful, you should be yeah. able to do what you want to do. Right, yeah. Until I paint my house pink right next door to yours and brings down your property value. Or hey, whatever. you know what? That's your pink house, not my pink house. Yeah, That's how I but, feel. But when you got to sell yours for 50 grand less than what it's worth because nobody wants to move in, we'll see how you feel. I'll say it's complicated. Yeah. It's not as cut and dry as people make it out to be. But I feel like if you got a backyard fence, you should be able to make it at least, you know, five, six feet high. Right. Uh, anyways. So he chopped it to the maximum 36 inches and set up five naked mannequins with some <laughs> with some standing and others seated in chairs in his yard. <laughs> He's going to give them an eyeful. Right. I don't know who it is, and I'm not sure. And I'm sure they're not going to come forward when this told the news outlet, which is another thing. You know, like if you got a problem with your neighbor, just go knock on the door first before mm-hmm. you start calling the law and getting the homeowners association involved and be like, "Hey, and man, putting it in a news article yeah, on the internet. Right. Hey, your fence is blocking my view here. One of the reasons I bought this house is so I could see the mountains off in the distance in the afternoon while me and my wife are, you know, slow dancing in the kitchen to George Strait or whatever, <laughs> you know. And let's let's see what we can work out here peacefully." Um, he says, and even if they do, this is just a statement for them. Maybe of mind your own business. Maybe of mind your own business a little bit. So he's right. telling them to, to stay in their lane. Windus is the owner of a moving company and had amassed mannequins after he cleaned out a clothing store. I couldn't bring myself to throw them away. That's a little weird, by the way. <laughs> I was going to use them for target practice. Even weirder. <laughs> even weirder. 
think I like this guy. I think I could hang out with this guy. Oh, he'd fit in an Alabama for yes. sure. You go over to his house and you got some mannequins in the backyard he's shooting at. You're like, oh, yeah, I like this dude. All right. Yeah. He's my people. Yeah, he's my people. Are you a Bama fan or an Auburn fan? You know, like, yeah. which side are you on? He set up the uh, in the buff life size dolls around the ta- around a table with mannequins uh, with a mannequin severed head on it in the yard and put up a sign that reads "Reserve seat for the nosy neighbor that complained about my fence to the city." <laughs> <laughs> I guess the average person wouldn't get angry and cop uh, resentment. I throw a naked party in my yard. Weird weird sentence, but that's exactly how it's written. Um, he told KTVU that his display is all fun and games, and he's trying to be light with what's going on. Uh, some of Windu's other neighbors got a kick out of the mannequins set up. Uh, makes the place more interesting, one told ABC7. So, Mr. Windus, I'm sure you listen to us. We're a huge podcast out in California. I got a solution for you, and it's called Kudzu. All right. <laughs> And you just take one little yeah, sprig. Just one little sprig. That's all it Plant takes. It. It's going to take over your your whole fence, uh, your whole neighbor's yard, and your entire neighborhood eventually. <laughs> your entire neighborhood. Yes. So, I mean, just come on down. We'll set you up with all you want. And you won't have to worry about anybody looking in your yard anymore. It sweeps the earth like a green plague. Yeah. Oh, yes. Most definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. Or he could plant some bamboo along his fence line, too, because it grows really tall and really fast. You know, there's there's different ways yeah. to handle this, I think. Probably in California, you probably can't cut down a tree without, you know, a permit or something. So, yeah, plant some big, tall, you know, uh, bamboo or kudzu or something. And But, and, you know, the best way to deal with this is naked mannequins. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, right. that's the best Logically, way. Logically, <laughs> the way, first thing your mind goes to is, I'm going to put some <laughs> naked mannequins in my backyard. <laughs> And a sign calling out my neighbors. So, <laughs> but you know, just go knock on their door. Hey, man, what's the problem? You know, mm-hmm. let me see what what kind of resolution can we come to here? You know, without getting all this involved and me having to set up naked mannequins. If yes. you if you don't like my fence, do I need to do something differently? Can I put like because I need to keep my dogs in my yard? Can mm-hmm. I put like a plexiglass, you know, top line on it so you can still have a view or something? <laughs> That'll what, look nice. <laughs> yeah. What can I do here? Because I don't want my dogs getting out because that's a whole other problem. So you know, I would tell that guy, look, you do not want me as your enemy. <laughs> do not make a very powerful enemy right here, right now. <laughs> that's right. Look, I can be your biggest advocate or your biggest adversary. You get to decide right now which one do you want. <laughs> Well, at least he didn't burn his neighbor's house down for thinking there were ghosts in it, claiming there were ghosts in it. <laughs> yes. I feel like that was led back to something like this. This is where this is going. Maybe. Yep, exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Well, John, are you a fan of uh, filibustering? Have you ever filibustered anything? <laughs> <laughs> I filibustered my wife a few times. Okay. Yeah. It's crazy we were young. I was a lot more limber back then. <laughs> No, but I mean, it's fun times, fun times. I imagine y'all arguing about something and you start, well, let me finish. And you <laughs> yes. just keep on talking until she oh, goes to bed. Oh, talking. <laughs> oh, I was going down a whole another path here. Sorry. Sorry. That's just, okay. that's a little move I used to have. I don't, I can't do it anymore. And my legs don't go that way like they used to. Okay. All right. You're talking about real filibuster. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Not as fun as what I had in mind. <laughs> Okay, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say I've always wanted to filibuster something, but after that, I'm not sure I want to make that statement anymore. Well, anyway, this comes from the Denver Post. Computers zip through 2,000-page bill after Senate Republican forces its reading. <laughs> All right. Get this. This is hilarious. All work in the Colorado Senate came to a halt Monday morning thanks to a procedural maneuver invoked by a ranking Republican. Committee hearings, floor debates, and votes were all delayed as House Bill 1172, a 2,000-page bill revisiting Title 12 of the Colorado Revised Statutes, was read in its entirety. I have no idea what all that is. If you live in Colorado, we would love to know. Me too, yeah. (laughs) You know. Yeah. I'm just following the rules, Senator John Cook uh, said with a smile when he was asked about his request to read the whole bill. 
We keep saying we want things slowed down, and this is the only thing we have in our arsenal. So he's trying to just slow down the, you know, the, the yeah, bill. Right. You know. Well, what Cook wanted to slow down was the hearings and votes on the death penalty and oil and gas bills. He said that he talked with Democratic leadership last week about delaying the oil and gas hearing, but that it was dismissed. Some estimated it would take 60 hours for a human to read the bill. But, get this, Monday afternoon, Democrats used a maneuver of their own to cut that time drastically. (laughs) After a Senate staffer read for three hours, they brought in five computers to read the bill simultaneously at a speed far faster than humans can understand. (laughs) (laughs) The machines finished their work at 5.30, and the Senate Democrats planned a late evening Monday to get back on track. Cook called the speed reading a violation of the spirit of the rule, but Senator Jeff Bridges called Cook's request to read the entire bill a political stunt. Oh. Is obstructionism pure and simple, Bridges said. Yeah. The Title 12 bill has been laid over for a second reading for more than a week at the request of Republicans. Bridges thought they were waiting for the right moment to use the bill to gum up the works at the Capitol. It's a stunt, Bridges said. They are welcome to their stunts, but we will do the work. Hearings scheduled for Tuesday will proceed as planned. Hmm. So maybe this is a violation of the spirit of the rule, but it's always been my my philosophy that, you know, if you can take advantage of a loophole, then yeah. fair game. Right. That's just yes. how I feel. I know? agree. I agree. Plus, I mean, you know, it's just funny. You know? <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is probably because you know, like, whoever is – I know Colorado is, like, the coolest place in the world or whatever, but yeah. you know they're saying it's just a bunch of old people, too, who don't even understand how computers work. So like some intern or like page is like, hey, I got, hey boss, I got an idea. Let's get the Google, get Google to read <laughs> yeah, it, get Google to read it at, at like, like three times yeah, speed, supersonic speed here. And then they bring in like five more or four more computers to read, I guess, different parts of the bill. <laughs> right. Yes. Uh, but what is uh, going to be cool is when the Republicans next time want to read a bill and they put it on like <laughs> super slow motion, like. <laughs> People do our podcasts, you know. So, if you had seen that video in the Facebook group, that's you should a thing. definitely, yeah, that's definitely turned into a thing. Uh, Lindsay Jones sent me a, a text where she had recorded me uh, in slow motion or whatever, like half speed or whatever. They, 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 there's, there's people. If anyone listening to this is not familiar, there are individuals in our yeah. listening audience right. who are taking snippets of our audio from our podcast. And then there's, there's oh, I'll just play. Hold on, just I'll play pull it, it up, play, play it. it right here. Uh, <laughs> let me find her text message uh, where she texted to me. Say, I don't know how they're gonna wrangle up thirty of her cousins to be on the show for her to find which one she loves. <laughs> <laughs> So it's really been one of my favorite things <laughs> yeah. ever. So if you're out there and you're listening, um, you know, do that and yes. like, you know, post it on Instagram or whatever. Hashtag Earth Oddity. Hashtag Drunk Oddity. <laughs> yeah, hashtag that's, Earth that's Oddity. Our new Instagram push. Let's do, let's do hashtag Earth Oddity. Hashtag Drunk Oddity. <laughs> And then we can laugh at it. And, like, whatever point you want to do it during a show, it would be super funny just to me, at least. Brandon's uh, was funny because yeah. it, he he found a snippet where you were all like, sometimes <laughs> I take pictures. Yes, yes. It's, it's so, great. It's funny. It's super funny. Super funny. So, uh, yeah, if you want to do that, that's fine. But I'm, I welcome the Colorado Senate to do that, too, because yes. that will be even great. Like, oh, okay, you're going to play these games? Well, we're going to be here for three days, you know, and that's what we're going to do because you had to be, you know, all slick with your Google Translate machines. Yes. So now we're doing it at half speed, and we're just going to stay here for forever. Also, we want this read in Spanish because. Oh, yes. For our Spanish speaking friends. I feel like the Spanish speaking residents of Colorado (laughs) are being left out of the legislating process. That's right. Yes. If we don't read it in Spanish, too. Perfect. What if you listen to like a 2,000 page bill read in Spanish and by the end of it, you understood it could speak Spanish just from like the absorption of it? 
Yeah. You know, I, I might be willing to do that if I could just listen to a 2,000-page bill and be able to understand legalese yeah, when right. it's all over. Exactly. Because I cannot. Oh. How bizarre is it? That, why do they speak yeah. another language when they're trying to make I laws? I don't understand it at all. Like, why <laughs> can I, like, as a citizen of this country, why do I have to get a lawyer to interpret the laws to me? It doesn't make sense. Yes, I agree. I don't want to get on a soapbox here, but that's crazy, you know? And I'm supposed to be able to represent myself, you know, if I choose to. <laughs> yeah. But I don't even know what any of that stuff means it's crazy i'm sure there's like probably a really good reason behind it all but you know because language has to probably be direct and they're just using words we don't use in common like common language because there's no need for us to use those words and And even uh, when they use all those words and they still have to you know take stuff to court right and then argue about what it meant right you know oh yeah it's ridiculous it is it's really ridiculous very now, anyways, don't want to get on a soapbox. And every about single it. time my kid says, you know, I'm like, hey, you were throwing rocks. And he was like, I wasn't throwing rocks. I was throwing marbles. Uh huh. That, that's why, that's how we that's got here. Exactly. That's why, why, we got that's here. why our yes. legislators do this stuff. Yep. Yep. That's true. Well, let's move on to another thing that uh, bothers me, and that is people bringing their pets everywhere. Like, <laughs> I love my animals, but I mean, you, some of you people are ridiculous bringing your pets everywhere you go. Okay. Just want to get that out in the open. All right. Love my animals. Love them. Love them. <laughs> I got three of them. I love all of them. But you understand that other people may not exactly. love your animals. Right. So exactly. Way you love them. Yes. Plus, my dog will bark like crazy at everyone. So Jay Barker. Sh- yeah. We're showing the house. <laughs> all right. You know, we got people coming by and looking at the house. The first time somebody comes, we're super excited. We decide, all right, Jay's not great with strangers. He really only interacts with our family because we don't take him places, right? right? And so we get his little cage that he sleeps in that we keep inside, put it out on the back porch, put Jay in the cage so they can go out and look at the back porch and everything. Well, we get feedback from our realtor, and she's like, is there any way you could take the dog somewhere? Because it was just like barking the whole time. It was very distracting to us. So now Jay is staying at my mom's house. So, um Sorry about that, Jay. You know, like, sorry. But anyways. You did it to yourself, Jay. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> look, there's a reason your name Jay Barker, but you don't have to do it all the time. <laughs> all right. A Texas man brings a steer to a pet goat, a pet co to taste all leash pets are welcome policy. Um, this comes from uh, Fox News again, fair and balanced. Uh, don't have a cow, man, unless it's at Petco. A man and woman from Texas couldn't help but laugh as they recently walked their leash steer into a Houston-area pet goat to really see if all leash pets are welcome at the store. Just like to say, of course Petco is going to welcome this because they know it's going to go viral. And it's a ton of free advertising for them, by the way. Yes. Um, if you would have walked in with a rhinoceros, probably not. But anyways, um, <laughs> to Shelly Lumpkin and Vincent Browning's surprise, The African Watusi was welcomed with open arms, Browning wrote on his Facebook page on Monday. The staff members here are always super friendly and courteous to us. We really enjoy coming to this location, our favorite Petco by far, exclamation point. The post has since earned more than 400,000 views. Oliver is owned and trained by Browning for rodeos and other shows, and although it's not clear exactly how much he weighs, African Watusi bulls can reach 1,600 pounds, according to the Livestock Conservancy. Uh, Oliver has his own Facebook page, which is updated regularly. Um, So that's all it says. The pictures are pretty good. Uh, There's a little video snippet, too. Dude's just got a huge... I mean, it looks like Bevo from Texas. How did it even get in the door? I mean, those horns. Yeah, right. On it. How do they get in there? That's a good point. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but I was, I was thinking, like, if you're a Petco worker and you're like, oh, okay, all cool. We have a, a big cow in the store and, and you think it's all cool and people get their pictures made with it and then it craps in the floor and you're like, <laughs> now I got to clean that up. Let's, it's time to wrap this whole little cow visit <laughs> up here, you know? You're breaking the spirit of the rule. Exactly. Like, <laughs> Like it's, it's one thing to scoop up some dog doo-doo. It's another thing to, to scoop up a 1,600-pound cow doo-doo, you know? It's a whole different thing. So, But, yeah, um, you know, the picture that leads this article off, uh, pretty good. Got the cow there. Yep. Has another cow standing beside it with her arm on it. So It looks like 
something you would see on the side of a road at a roadside attraction. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, it yes. don't even look like a real cow. No, it's stuffed. <laughs> it looks like a stuffed cow. It looks like something you would see outside. You know. Yeah. Uh, Texas Roadhouse somewhere or right. something. I would have just tried to spook it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> like go crazy, knocking shelves over and that's, stuff. If you can do that, that's going viral. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably get charged with something too. But oh, yeah, maybe you scare it a little bit just for some funsies. Well, anyway, our next story here is about a town, <laughs> a little town in Texas. The name of the town is Dripping Springs, but there is a local group who wants to rename it Pound Town. Oh. Yes. Pound Town. Yeah. It's weird. I was Sketchy. taking Deidre there for our anniversary tonight. It's really strange. Okay. Says that uh, two Dripping Springs natives, which is, does two people qualify as a group? Um, I don't think so. I mean, if, I think you need at least. If two or more gathered. <laughs> I, mean, I think you need three at least. You think so? To be considered a group? I guess. I don't know. I don't know. I don't either. Well, anyway. They are behind a current push to rename the town after its original founders, a change that would transform Dripping Springs into a place called Pound Town. I mean, Dripping Springs is pretty bad, too. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, my, <laughs> we want to change Dripping Springs to Pound Town. Okay. Micah Archer and Daniel McCarthy, both 31, grew up in Dripping Springs and are behind the initiative. They say they believe it was an injustice that the town was never explicitly named after the founders, Joseph McKegg Pound and his wife, Sarah. Archer and McCarthy have responded to people's mixed reactions to the odd, possibly sexually evocative name <laughs> by saying the people's opinions are unfortunate. I, how is it sexually evocative? Do you under know? I what have no idea what you're talking about. What are they about? talking about? I have no I idea. I heard that it's going to be like the wedding destination for Texas, though. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, well, I got married in Pound Town. <laughs> we got married and went to Pound Town on our honeymoon. McCarthy declined to comment on whether the name was meant to be a double entendre. Yeah. Well, I don't even know what entendre means. Yeah, no, that's that's Spanish, I'm sure. <laughs> that's, that's too big a word for us Alabamians here. That's right. The town of Dripping Springs is not in any way associated with the initiative. Neither is the Friends of the Pound House, a local nonprofit which maintains the Dr. Pound Historical Farmstead Museum. Well, you know, I was doing some reading on this. <laughs> yeah. Dr. Pound had nine children. Wow. Talk about Pound Town. Yeah. Talk about it. That's a good name. I'm just saying. Archer and McCarthy say they intend to pursue the issue further, although they aren't sure if anyone else is interested. Well, I'm interested. Yeah, I would like to know a little more about it. Or if the state will even allow a renaming. Well, hmm. I, I don't know the rules there, but I know that, that Texas is a very you know free state. So sure, yeah. They'd probably be okay yeah. with that. I mean, that's what – if the citizens of Dripping Springs want their name to be Pound Town – I don't see why they couldn't change it. I don't either. You know, do they have a high school there? I, don't, I would assume. I wonder they what do. their mascot is. I'm just wondering if it would go well with Pound Town. You know, like, <laughs> like the a jackhammer. Yeah, a jackhammer, <laughs> or a, just a hammer. Yeah, a hammer would work well. Yeah, yeah, yeah the Pound Town hammers. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I like the jackhammer. Yeah, the Pound Town jackhammer. I want a hat. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, the Pound Town Jackhammers. Yeah, yeah. I would wear a sweatshirt with that on it all day long. <laughs> they hope that the issue will be on ballots in twenty twenty. So okay. I look forward to that. Uh, me too. Maybe we could go there sometime. Would you like me to take you to Pound Town? Um, you know, I'm gonna pass on that trip. <laughs> I'm I mean, like I said, Dieter and I are already going tonight. I got you. We already talked about it. Okay. So we're already going tonight, you know. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, I don't think I need to revisit it with you. I got so, you. So, yeah, we're, we're, that's, you know, uh, but I don't get all the silly jokes people are making. Yeah, I don't about understand. It. It's don't really weird. It. Yeah. I mean, these people are trying to honor a, a founder of that town. Yeah. Dr. Pound. Dr. Pound. <laughs> Saw a video with a Dr. Pound in it one time. It's very interesting. Okay. Yeah. Oh, in-depth examination of the young lady. In-depth. Huh. Yeah. Very, very <laughs> thorough. Very thorough examination. 
<laughs> hey, you know what? Write in. Let us know in our Facebook group. You can follow us on Instagram. Absolutely. Twitter. Yeah, Tell Twitter. us what you think about Poundtown and whether or not you would like us to take you there. Yeah. Or oh, visit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Tell us. Yeah. Let us know. Yeah. Tiny will take you take you to Poundtown. Uh, yeah. He will definitely definitely do that for sure let's move back to florida (laughs) okay where normal things happen all right um a florida man is attacked by a crazy squirrel and it was raised by his neighbor so there's a precious video that goes along with this you should (laughs) definitely check out the show notes and and watch the video um and the article reads pythons don't do it often alligators have tragically done it but we know to be wary but unlike these creatures in the Florida Everglades and waterways, one pesky squirrel in Sarasota County is fighting way above its weight class. Who knew in Florida we have to be on the lookout for attacking squirrels? I knew that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I come was just, on. I, I thought assume, everybody knew that. I assume everything in Florida, you just got to be on guard. Yeah. Like once you cross the state line, break out the pistol, get ready. <laughs> um, according to news reports, uh, and a man with the wounds to prove it a squirrel has gone nuts in the florida town (laughs) and without provocation attacked and bit the victim on the elbow and scratched him on the arm Uh, there's a surveillance video of the attack Uh, robbie armstrong is quoted as saying freaking squirrel attacked me Uh, a day after the rodent bitty. That was his statement to the media. Uh, yeah, he, well, he put that on his Facebook page. His security cameras caught the attack. Uh, one Armstrong said was not unusual in the neighborhood. The squirrel, which was raised by his neighbors when it was a baby and then released, bit other residents too. Oh, man. Uh, among the other bite, bite, resi- bite victims of the aggressive rodent, uh, Armstrong's stepson and adult members of the family that initially cared for it. Armstrong had enough, he posted. I chased him around and shot him with a BB gun about <laughs> 10 times, but he is still alive, so be on the lookout for a crazy squirrel. Daggum. On Wednesday, Armstrong told the Miami Herald he was fine and that the squirrel is still roaming around, still at large. (laughs) Uh, According to the Centers uh, for Disease Control, if you believe them, uh, (laughs) as all my anti-vax friends say, uh, (laughs) small mammals such as squirrels, rats, mice, hamsters, guinea pigs, gerbils, chipmunks, rabbits, and hares are almost never found to be infected with rabies and have not been known to cause rabies among humans in the United States. The squirrel is not rabid, Armstrong said. They can be aggressive when handled or raised by humans, and it's best to leave them be. It's got some pictures of his little bite marks here and everything. It oh, definitely man. got him pretty good. You know? I was about to say, that squirrel got him. Yeah. Golly. Yeah. I'd chase it around, too, with shooting with a BB gun. I, that squirrel I would have no peace. We're not for abusing animals Absolutely here on the show. Not. but this I'm not for animals abusing me either. I was about to say, this squirrel started it. Yeah. I'm anti-abuse <laughs> from animals or from humans. Nobody yes. abusing anybody. Let's all live in harmony. As, Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, if you come up here by my elbow, squirrel, I'm going to, I'll take a pellet gun to you, not a BB gun. <laughs> yeah. Maybe even my 22. You're going to get the lead. That's right. Yeah. We'll just end, end you, and then we'll have some squirrel dumplings for yeah. dinner. And you just, you know, you just enjoy your life and be a happy little squirrel. Yeah. Just go get all the nuts you want. Yes. And stay away from mine. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, We want to thank our sponsor, world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order the spice there, or, and, or, slash, or, their Cajun Curl Chip Cutter for Potatoes right there on CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. The Spiral Potato Cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use and it's easy to clean and will allow you to make your own chips using the Cajun Curl Spice. If you want to turn your Easter festivities up a notch, whip up your own batch of your homemade potato chips using the Cajun Curl Potato Cutter, douse them with the spice, 
brown up, be the greatest thing you've ever had. It's the um, spice that's so nice it'll make you think twice. That's right. Yeah, exactly. On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the Bayou Blended Spice in the chip cutter, but you can find recipes there that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Piggly Wiggly, South Finest Meats, and uh, Vowels on Skyland Boulevard. And that Piggly Wiggly's in Northport for all you Northportians. <laughs> um, all their products are made in the USA. So not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, just like Abraham Lincoln did, um, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural. It's low salt. It has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. World famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. CajunCurl.com. Check them out. And use our promo code EOP10, that's the number 10, to get a 10% discount. Because so, we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. Exactly. All right. <laughs> we are still doing an Instagram push. If you mm-hmm. would like a free pair of Groucho Marx glasses, then uh, write in earthoddity at planetmail.net, and we'll have you pair out. Uh-huh. We had another international request. So oh, yeah? We're going to have to – I'm going to have to Amazon somebody another okay. pair. Well, I have to say, the people that I've given glasses to, <laughs> I haven't seen your pictures yet, okay? Like, don't toy with my emotions that way. <laughs> you could have said no. It wouldn't have hurt my feelings, uh, you know? So, let's just, I'm just saying, for those of you who listen, let's go ahead and get them on up there, all right? Yes. Yeah. And then, after you've done that, ask somebody else if they want to do it. Sure. And record us speaking really slowly. Me, probably the best. I speak slowly <laughs> yeah. in country anyway. So, um, But yeah, and put that up there too. Hashtag Earth Oddity and hashtag Drunk Oddity. And let's just see what happens. <laughs> all right. So I'll post them all. I will try to do my best to repost every th- video of us talking slowly that you uh, put out on our on our. Uh, uh, earth oddity page too and give you credit for it so give us some material to make fun of ourselves with all right we don't have any new reviews so instead i thought we would read some amazon reviews okay of the hudsler 571 banana slicer okay all right okay this review comes from l Wirtz, two stars mm. perfect if you want to get fired I was sitting on the couch and my doorbell rang. I leapt off the sofa, screaming my banana slicer. I opened the package and immediately snatched a banana to slice. Without instructions included, I did not realize I had to peel the banana first. It was a gooey mess and I had to grab another. This time I peeled it, but the banana was too small and it didn't fit the whole slicer. I went to Walmart customer service. Do you have any giant bananas? I questioned. The attendant turned away. I think he was laughing. He called for another attendant. They went to the back and they brought out one of the biggest bananas I had ever seen. I went home with the bananas. I peeled the bananas and I used the banana slicer. It was so satisfying to cut the bananas. I did it all day and I forgot to go to work. I cried. I am no longer Jake from State Farm. I am now just Jake. <laughs> so, careful okay. with your banana slicer. Yeah, be careful. Be careful this with that. Other, this other person says that uh, it only slices the bananas that, that curve to the right, and all their bananas curve to the left. <laughs> so, okay. Worked out. It didn't work out so great there. I didn't even know banana slicers were a thing. I just assumed you use like a kitchen knife like everyone else in the free world. Well, this girl rated it five stars. The okay. greatest invention of all time. Ooh. Couldn't live without this. I don't eat bananas, but at least now I can slice them. <laughs> okay. Good for her. <laughs> Good for her. <laughs> oh, then, all right. Although Thumpin' here did not like it. They rated it one star. Not great for cereal. I can't believe this slicer is listed as great for cereal. I tried slicing Cheerios, <laughs> Tricks, cornflakes, and Checks, and each ended up crummily smashed, not neatly sliced. Mm. What's worse, this thing is nigh useless on cream of wheat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
this Chandler from Arizona rated it two stars. Three bananas at most. No way it can slice 571 bananas at the same time. <laughs> My expectations may have been a little high, but I have not been able to successfully slice more than three bananas at a time. Not sure how Hustler can claim to slice 571 bananas with this model. The video demonstrating the proper technique would help. For that reason, I'd rate this item only three out of 571 stars. But Amazon's rating system does not seem to be compatible with this product, so I dropped an additional star. <laughs> Good. Good for them. So. Write a review if you don't want us to read stuff like that again. Yes. All right. Please write us a review if you haven't yet. I'm talking about you, John. All right. There's another John. He knows who I'm talking about. We had a conversation about it. Write a review. Write whatever you want to anybody. You know, as long as you rate us five stars, I don't care what you have to say. Um, and we'll read it regardless. As long as it's not like vulgar or anything yeah. like that, you know. Let's keep it within reason here. But, uh, yeah, write us a review just so it's fun for us. Because if you don't, next up is uh, uranium ore reviews. Okay, so. uranium ore. I didn't yes. even know you could purchase that if, <laughs> unless you were a Clinton or knew them. Well, they, they personally. sell them. Yeah, yeah right. They sell yeah. It. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us, no matter where you get us, whether it's Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Spotify, we're everywhere. All. Yep, everywhere. If you would like to write into the show, especially if you would like to send us an address to send you your very own pair of disguise glasses, Absolutely. we are EarthOddity at PlanetMail.net. You can tweet at us. We are at underscore EarthOddity on Twitter. That's right. And do you like to look at pictures? Yeah. I like to look at pictures. Yep. We all like pictures. We Sometimes we post pictures. Oh, we regular, regularly. You can check those out on Instagram, That's underscore right. EarthOddity. Yep. And we also have a phone number. We What's do. Phone number is six six two four nine three two zero five nine. People call it all the time. So it's six six two four nine three two zero five nine. We hope everybody out there has a great week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening. Now I know why you want to hate me Cause hate is all the words he was seeing